Hey queens, welcome to Captivation Radio, a podcast designed to help women learn to love their bodies, transform their mindset, and attract the life of their dreams. I'm your host, Fallon, the queen of all things captivation. I'm a certified personal trainer and a confidence and mindset coach. I have a passion for helping women go from mediocrity to queen status. Each week, I will discuss how you can use fitness, mindset, and manifestation to overcome feelings of lack, raise your energy, and finally step into your power and claim the life you deserve. Welcome back to Captivation Radio. I am your host, Fallon, and today I'm going to talk to you about what exercise does for your mind. I know the focus is usually on what exercise does for your body, but if you follow me, you know it's about way more than that for me. It doesn't matter if you have a banging body if your mind ain't right. So first, a disclaimer in case we get any haters listening to the podcast or following me. I am not a doctor. I cannot diagnose or treat any medical conditions. I'm not going to tell you to throw out your meds or that one yoga session is suddenly going to fix your life. However, I have experienced firsthand how exercise can decrease anxiety, help get you through tough times, and improve your mood. So by now, I'm sure you've heard at least a few times that exercise can help with stress but there's so much more it can do for you. Exercise improves your overall mental health by reducing anxiety, depression, negative mood, and improves your self-esteem and cognitive function. Now, how does that not make you want to start doing your squats? Before we get into it, I want to briefly talk to you about how freaking weird I think it is that Western culture separates the mind and body. Physical and mental conditions are treated by separate doctors and treated as exclusive issues. However, mental stress can manifest as physical pain and failure to care for your body can manifest as mental distress. In my mind, neither can be treated exclusively. We are one, mind, body, and soul, or energy, or whatever you want to call it. And they all must be in the best condition in order for us to be mentally healthy, physically healthy, and spiritually healthy. This is how I approach my own ailments and my clients. If you just began following me, you should know that when I refer to anything spiritual, you can interpret it for whatever your beliefs are. I do not personally subscribe to any one religion, and I'm never referring to any specific religion's God. As you're probably aware, the rates of depression and anxiety are at an all-time high in first world countries. And that was before a pandemic shut us down for months. Much of this can be attributed to how we live our lives these days. We're socially isolated, we have poor diets, we're highly focused on appearance and material wealth, and many of our careers have us inactive for the majority of our day. These things combined can wreak havoc on our mental, physical, and spiritual health. 
So now that we have all these understandings out of the way, let me tell you, exercise directly affects your brain. Some of it's common sense. Like improved blood flow is, of course, going to improve blood flow to the brain and make it work better. More oxygen and nutrients will come from your blood, and that is going to support the signals and everything going on in your brain. Okay, don't worry. I'm not going to like get too technical. I'm not going to use stupid big words or anything like that. Another big thing that exercise does is it helps fix the problem of cognitive inflexibility. And what that is, is this thing that causes us to repeat unhelpful behaviors. It restricts our ability to process or even acknowledge new info and keeps us from using what we do know to make changes or see new solutions. It keeps us stuck in our hard-headed ways. Exercise affects the symptoms that increase your capacity for mental flexibility. That means it'll be easier for you to stop repeating these unhelpful behaviors and begin to process and acknowledge new info. Exercise also lessens the symptoms of Alzheimer's and dementia. Exercising for 30 to 60 minutes a few times a week keeps us thinking, reasoning, and learning skills sharp for healthy individuals. It also improves memory, reasoning, judgment, and thinking skills for people with Alzheimer's or other cognitive impairments. It can also delay the onset of symptoms for people at risk and slow the progress of the disease. Some of you may know, prior to COVID pandemic, I was working closely with people suffering from these conditions, and I've witnessed firsthand how exercise positively impacts the senior population as a whole, and specifically how it aids people who suffer from different memory loss conditions. Exercise also reduces overall stress by releasing hormones that reduce stress-related brain damage and forces your body's separate nervous systems to work together which improves how you deal with stress going forward. When dopamine is released, it helps you feel good. And this not only lowers stress, but it can also help control addiction because of course, the main factor of addiction is that feel good chemical. And you can also get that from exercise. So in addition to all these things we've talked about, exercise also boosts creativity. So if you are feeling super stuck, you don't know what to do on your project, you just don't have any ideas, stop what you're doing, exercise for 30 minutes, and you will have a boost of creativity and productivity for up to two hours afterwards. Exercise also improves your circadian rhythm, which improves your sleep quality and helps with insomnia, which not only improves your mental health, but also your physical health. Finally, showing others that you are sticking to your plan is inspirational, and helping others has been shown to improve your mental health as well. If you're ever feeling down, just doing any kind of act of service, no matter how small it is, will boost your mood. Okay, so now you're probably thinking, what do I have to do? How much of it do I have to do? So I'm going to discuss some different types of exercises and how each specifically improves different mental health issues and overall brain function. Let's start with yoga. Yoga not only stretches your body, but forces you to focus on your breathing and pushes you to try things that you've never done before. 
This combination of activities is so good for reducing stress and anxiety, and it is commonly advised for people suffering from these conditions, as well as people suffering from depression and PTSD. When you are forced to focus on how your body is feeling and your breath at the same time, it helps stop thought cycles that are not productive. If you... It helps stop thought cycles that are not productive. If you suffer from anxiety, you know exactly what I'm talking about. That thought that gets stuck in your head and replays over and over and over again, and it's doing you absolutely no good. Yoga is great for stopping those thought patterns. And it's also great for boosting your confidence. When you can suddenly get into a pose that you never imagined you could do, it's a really empowering feeling. Then next up, we have cycling. If you follow fitness at all, you know that classes like SoulCycle are all the rage, and it's for good reason. In addition to the regular benefits of exercise, cycling has actually been shown to keep the white matter in your brain healthy. There have been studies that show that after six months of cycling, people have shown to have improved white matter integrity, which can ease impaired motor coordination and disorganize mental imagery. Next up, we have running. Running is good for your physical health, and it is also good, of course, for your overall mental health, but it is really good for people that have ADHD because running can help slow down your thoughts, and it can also help facilitate mood regulation, and this is because the rhythmic movement creates a calming effect. So if you are ever just totally stressed out if you can go for a run it can really just help calm your thoughts and make it easier to focus and then let's talk about your standard aerobic and gym exercise you should know that exercising at a high intensity promotes all over health it also promotes all over mental health and it doesn't require hours of exercise either There are mental health benefits shown at just one hour a week of exercise. So one hour a week is really just 10 minutes a day. This means that you could go for a walk 10 minutes a day, and that in itself is going to encourage positive thoughts. For me, I know sometimes I am trying to work and I just can't focus. My mind's all over the place. I'm clicking on social media. I'm doing all the random things besides what I need to do. If I stop and go for a 30-minute walk, I can totally change my day around. I really like getting outside to exercise too. Something about fresh air combined with exercise can totally change my mindset. I can come back and get all my work done with a different viewpoint. And finally, for me, I love lifting weights. I love feeling strong. And feeling strong for a lot of people can help with disordered eating habits. So if you are someone that is already thin, but you have a tendency to be hypercritical of yourself, working out and lifting weights can help with those confidence issues and that can eventually lead to helping with your eating habits as well. As you begin to be proud of what your body can do, you're going to focus less on what it looks like and more on what it can do for you. 
And then you're going to want to know what you can do to keep that up. So uh, these are just a few examples of the different types of exercises you can do to improve your mental health. But in the end, I want you to remember, it doesn't really matter what type of exercise you choose to do. You can do whatever is going to make you happy, something you can stick with. As long as you're getting your heart pumping, it's going to improve your life. And we talked about that last week. Just find something that makes you happy, something you can stick with and that you love. And I promise you will be happier. So, you want more info on exercises, fitness plans, anything, hit me up at Captivation Coach on all social media. Or head over to CaptivationRadio.com. I love y'all. Thank you for tuning in again.